Hi everyone, welcome to episode 10 of the Pilot's Wife podcast. Today I'm going to talk about the anti-self. So here's the question. For those of us who don't have a picture-perfect relationship, who don't put our highlights reel on social media and pretend it's all rosy, where can I get some down-to-earth inspiration without any religious barriers? Who can give me real-life encouragement, help me be a better spouse, and tell me how to get an even more enriching relationship? without becoming a doormat? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Amy McLaren, and this is the Pilot's Wife podcast. So there's been a little bit of stress and anxiety in my life recently, as I'm sure there has been in everyone's lives, just in the kind of after effects of the coronavirus, as we, we, we come out and things start to open up again, there are still a lot of pressures and a lot of anxieties happening. For me, we both lost our jobs, so as you may know, Josh is a pilot and there's uh, there's little work for him right now, and I was uh, consulting and lost that work as well, so we've been spending a bit of time kind of stressing about what are we going to do. Meanwhile, something quite exciting, I've, I'm about to take over publishing and editing a, a digital wedding magazine, a really small one at the moment but I've got lots of ideas and plans for it and I'm taking that on in a week driving down to a lovely little township called Matamata to do the handover and in the meantime I'm trying to do a whole lot of work to figure out what I need to do. The first issue that I'm going to be publishing is a July issue which is due at the end of June so I haven't got long. I've got to gather a whole lot of content, I've got to update the website, I've got to bring on a graphic designer, I've got a lot of stuff to do. <laughs> And to top it all off, we have a little studio in our house that helps with the income. And the tenant just told me a couple of days ago she's moving out in a couple of weeks. And then last night I opened my email and my parents have a little apartment and we manage the tenants for them. And I got an email from him saying he's moving out in a couple of weeks. And then this morning we got up and Josh tried to leave to take the kids to kindy so we can put in a day's work and sort some of the stuff. And someone had crashed into our driveway and we'd just tidied up up there and planted a few trees and made it look a little bit nicer and was all destroyed by this car that had crashed and then just abandoned their car. And so um, now I have to spend some time working out. Uh, you know, we had to call the police and we had to call the insurance and all that sort of stuff and then get it fixed. And so got a lot on my plate <laughs> and what I've noticed is some of my reactions and the way that I've been dealing with the, the with life and with children are not as good as they could be and it reminded me of this audiobook that I read very recently called Best Self by Mike Bayer and one of the things that I really remember from that is he talked about an anti-self and so what he does is with, with a, he's, a, he's a life coach and he talks with his clients, he gets them to write down what are some, what are, can you describe a negative trait that you have and maybe give it a, maybe give it a name, create a character out of it. So start with maybe someone, he gives the example of someone who has road rage and her name's Regina, so road rage Regina. Every time she gets stuck in traffic, she starts yelling, toots the horn, goes ballistic type of thing. And she wrote down, she wrote down a description of this person, almost this personification of this tra- character trait that comes out. She has triggers, like she goes red in the face. She starts getting tight knuckles on the steering wheel. 
she knows that it's coming on when she's starting to get angry. She uh, goes on to describe the kind of the reactions that this person has in this situation. So she can't think. She's at risk of having an accident. She's angry the rest of the day. And basically describes this this road rage adrenaline as this thing that comes on her that she then has a name for and she's, she knows the characteristics of it. She knows when its triggers are coming up. She knows when the start of kind of the onset of it comes. And it's a way to help her avoid that and kind of beat it from taking over her anti-self so that she can be her best self more often. And it's quite of a cool concept. It's a little bit weird at first thinking about, you know, because you kind of feel a little bit like multi-personality kind of thing. But it's just a way of describing a portion of you that doesn't just find you. It's just a piece that keeps coming out and you don't want it because it's ruining your best self. I mean, she's angry all day from having this kind of issue that's not in her control. You know, someone else might have cut her off and then she gets angry and then it ruins her day. That's the sort of thing you don't want to be ruining your day because you don't have any control over it and you, you want to be dealing with it better, I guess. And Mike says that, you know, clients often have more than one of these. And so he gets them to write them down and describe them. He says that most people find it really easy to describe their anti-self or anti-selves, but then it's it's a lot harder for them to describe their best self. So I think I think maybe what he does is he gets them to do the anti-self first and then have a go at describing your best self. So, but I, I was thinking about that, and I was thinking, oh, I don't, I don't know uh, what's my, what I, I can't think what my anti-self is, or I can't really, like, I was struggling with describing it. I was trying to think, you know, I get grumpy, obviously, I yell at various things, but what are the triggers, and when does it come up, and what is it in particular that I do, and <laughs> trying to describe it, and I was like, oh, this is really hard, I might just ask Josh, like, he can tell me, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. If I told him about this anti-self concept, he'll go, oh, you know, when you do this, you just, you start to get really angry really quickly or whatever, and he could tell me. So I thought, okay, I'll ask him. So one evening I said, I, t- I sat, sat him down and I was like, okay, this is what's what I'm asking about. Can you tell me, <laughs> can you tell me what you think my anti-self is? And he was like, he was pretty clever. He's like, oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not going there. <laughs> and so he started to proceed to talk about maybe one of his, aspects that he could you know he could describe as an anti-self I was like ah dang it (laughs) still no further so I've been trying to work out for myself maybe one or two of the things that I could call anti-self and then give them a name and as I'm thinking about it is it gets easier but initially it's like ah what I don't know so I think one of the things for me is in general I hate it when I'm being blocked from being able to communicate like if I can't talk to someone because I can't get hold of them on the phone and I really, really need to. It's an urgent situation. Or if I'm finding it difficult to communicate because people are yelling, i.e. the kids, or we're in different areas of the house and we, you know, and I'm doing something and then someone from the other end of the house says, hey, and starts to try and have a conversation with me. So those kinds of things really bring out an anti-self in me that's just very impatient and very rude because I can't hear or I can't communicate you know even if I can't get hold of someone on the phone I start to get angry like ah you know I need to get hold of them I need to talk to them what am I going to do and I think behind it there's a little bit of a fear like if I can't get hold of them then how do I resolve the issue and move on I can't move past this until I've talked to somebody and you might recognize from previous podcasts and things I'm really into problem resolution and finding a solution as soon as possible so I can move on and I so I think that's something behind that like if I can't communicate I'm blocked from communicating 
it brings out my inner self. So that's a, a kind of a, a description of it. And from there, I can work. I can work on a bit more and go. Okay, what are the triggers? What are the kinds of things I'm doing when I'm that anti-self person? <laughs> and I can recognise it. And then. I can I can recognize the triggers if I'm aware of it and I've got a name for it and maybe you know stick it up on the wall somewhere then it's in my consciousness and when it starts to come up then I can go oi you know antagonistic Amy or whatever it is you, you can get back down because now because I'm, I'm aware of you and you're not gonna you know take me away from being my best self and but it's not always you know anti anti-self kind of behavior is not always like aggressive like a couple of examples I've just given they're both yelling and, and going crazy but there are people that have anti-selves where they they might retreat into a shell when I don't know when things happen or when they're around lots of people or they might revert to some kind of shy or tongue-tied behavior in certain situations things like that so they're all aspects that you don't want to be taking over and they don't display your best self so how about have a go get a piece of paper for yourself and write down some of these negative traits in you if there are any, if you can think of any, it can be hard, <laughs> as I've experienced. Or it could be really easy. And for some people, it's just like, oh, yeah, and they can just say them straight away. Give them a name. And make sure to detail out what the triggers are and the first signs. And then describe them, describe their personality traits, the things they say, the actions they take, the beliefs they have, things like that. And once you've done that, or if you want to start with, do your best self and write out who your best self is. And the same thing maybe the triggers for that, describing their personality traits, the things they say, the actions they take. When you're aware of that, you can make that one more common, your best self, and make your anti-self less, less common. I really recommend uh, listening to the audiobook too, uh, Mike Bayer's Best Self. And he also has a cool podcast called The Coach Mike Podcast, which is, which is pretty awesome too. He interviews a whole bunch of different people, heaps of famous people as well. And so that could be interesting too. Anyway, just a short one this week because I've got lots to do, but <laughs> I hope it helps. I hope you're blessed with that. And if you have any feedback or if you want to subscribe, please do that. And then you'll get notifications when my next podcast come out. And I really hope you have an awesome day. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you guys.